We begin the Gemara today on Daf Lamed Vav Amad Aleph, about ten lines down from the top of the Yomot. Going back to what it said in the Mishnah, The Edim signed the Get only because the Takonet, the Rabbi Gamliel Azakon was Mesakin, the Tikkun Oilam. Okay, so the Gemara explains here, how could you say that Edim signed a Get only because of a Takon of Rabbi Gamliel? This is Rabbi Gamliel that instituted that Edim should sign a Get. This is Menatayda. Why? Because there's a Pasuk that says, that you write in a, in a document and you sign it. This is actually not a Pasuk in Chumash, even though the Gemara uses the term Dairaisa, but the Gemara sometimes uses this term Dairaisa, and it's a Pasuk in Novi. This is a Pasuk in Yermia, where he's telling the Yidin before the Chorban, the Nevua, that the Chorban is going to take place and they're going to be expelled from Eretz Yisrael, but then they're going to return. And therefore, he's, he's, tell, he's advising them and telling them you could buy fields, buy properties, but write documents and have Adam sign them so when you come back to Yisrael after the Chorban, and then you'll come back eventually, you'll have proof of what properties belong to you. So what is he telling them? That What is a valid document to prove this? You write it and you sign it. You have to have Adam to sign it. So from this we understand that the Gemara's question is that this is regarding a star used for money. This is regarding any document, including a get as well. In order for it to be a kosher star, a get is a form of a star, so it has to have a signature on it. So how can we say that the signature is just tikkun oilam? Omar so Rabbi answers, So our Mishnah is following the opinion of Rabbi as we had many times before in the previous Patek. The Omar of Allah's opinion is Edim is Sirikarti. It's the Edim when you give the get. They're the ones that make the get a kosher get. You don't need Edim to sign the get at all. Tekinu Rabbanon, Edichsim, according to his opinion. So Rabbi Gamliel, the Rabbanon, they instituted that you should have Edim sign the get, Mepnei Tikkun For Tikkun Oilam, what is the Tikkun Oilam? <coughs> the Zimnin, the Maisi Sadi. What happens if the Edim that was there when you gave the get passed away? Or they left town, they went overseas, and now you have to prove that this get is a kosher get, and that you gave it to the Isha, what are you going to do? You don't have any aid in here that can prove it. So, but if you have the signatures on the get, that will serve enough as a proof that this get is kosher and that she got it from her husband. So it's a takana de Rabbanan. So the Rishayim over here, and earlier, Taisis before, explained that if a woman holds a get in her hands, and it has signatures on it, so then there's a chazake that she got this get from her husband. We're not concerned about the fact that maybe she picked up this get from the floor, or maybe she just took it out of the drawer, but if she has it in her hand, she probably got it from her husband. And the fact that it has signatures, so we know, what are those signatures? Those signatures are that the husband set to write this get, and it's an authentic get. So the fact that it's in her hands, that can serve enough as a raya that she got this get properly, and she's divorced. So you won't need the Eide Mesira that may not be here at all. Okay, that's the pshat of here. So Rashi explains, according to this, what the Gemara is saying is that the Pasuk we brought before, because of the Seyf of is is Yermia just giving an Eitzat Teve. He was giving them good advice. He's not telling you a halacha that a document of any sort must have a signature. Adarab, according to Rabbi Lazar, a document does not need a signature. You just need Eide Mesira. That's one pshat, Rabbi's pshat. Rabbi Yisuf Omar, Rabbi Yisuf says, there's a completely different pshat of the Mishnah. Afil Meir. I could even tell you that our Mishnah goes according to Rab Meir. Again, Rab Meir, Hiskinu. What does the Mishnah mean to say? You have to read the Mishnah differently. That according to Rab Meir, 
what was instituted is that the Edim should spell out their names when they sign a get. For that it should be easy to verify the signatures on a get. And the Gemara brings a Braise that says how Edim used to sign a get. As it says in the Braise, in the beginning, when a person signed a document, he didn't even sign his name. He just signed, Ani, Ani, Eid, I, uh, he just put, put his handwriting, basically, without an actual signature. Some even actually take out, take out the word Pliny, without Pliny. Ani, Chasamti, Eid. Now, how could you verify what, what value does such a signature have if you don't even have the name of the person? So you, it does have a certain value because of the handwriting. Now, in Ksav Yodoi, Yoitze, Mimokem, Kasha. If you have another document that was already verified, and it's the same handwriting as this handwriting here when he writes these words, Ani chasamti eid, then the get will be kosher. But vimlav, if you can't compare it to his handwriting in a different place, then puzzle. Then this get will be puzzle. So that's how you can verify it. Or l'chayri, you could also verify it by bringing two eidim that recognize this handwriting. But now, Ahmed Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Gamliel came and said that it's much better that they should sign with their names. Takana gedayle eskino that there's a very important takana that they instituted shiyu mefashin shemisayim begitin that they should spell out their names regarding a get when they sign a get mipnei tikanoilam for tikanoilam what's the tikanoilam that once you have your name written in the get so now if that aid himself shows up and says yes this is my name I signed it so then we trust him and that's that itself verifies the signature if you don't know who the aidim are bechlal it just says ani chasamti aid. So the aid himself will not be able to verify his signature. You're going to have to compare his signature to another handwriting or maybe get two aid him to find, to, to verify. But now it just makes it easier to verify that you know who the aid is. You can call him and ask him, is this your handwriting? It's mashma here that once they instituted that you must put down your name. So it's not only not enough to just write Anicha Samti aid. But you, you must have your name. You can't make any other simon, any other sign, any other picture, anything. So the Gemara asks, is that, is that true? That they were masakin, that you must put your name, but without any other simon, another simon will not be good. But for Rav, when Rav signed, <clears throat> he would sign with the, with the shape of a fish. That's what he signed. A fish is, has a, is a good sign, as it says here in the Mepharshim, that uh, uh, there's no ayin hara on fish. That's how we would sign. But Rabchanine Tsai Kharusa. Rabchanine would make a picture of a branch from a tree. Rabchiste Samach. Rabchiste used to just put the letter Samach. Ravhaishia Ayin. Ravhaishia just the letter Ayin. Seems like that they would sign one letter of their name. Rabbi Baravhune Tsayer Makusa. Rabbi Baravhune made a picture of a sail from a boat. So we see that these Chachamim did not put down their name, they put down various different simonim. For the name, and that that was their trademark, their their signature. So the this should be good enough. Answers the Gemara: Shani Rabbanon the Bikin Simanayo. These Rabbanon are different because everyone taka knew that it's them. Everyone knew their simon. So when you saw this simon on the get, you, you knew the, who it was, and therefore you can be mekayim the get just by calling them and asking them, "Did you make this picture?" So. For, for these Chachamim, it was good, but Stam, for a regular person, he's going to make this kind of picture and he's not known to signing with this kind of picture, so then it's worthless. You have to, the, the Takan has to be fulfilled to put your name. You're saying that now it got known, everybody knows that these Simonim, that Rav made a picture of a fish and so on, but in the beginning, how did they even start signing this way? 
When they made that picture the first time, nobody knew that they were accustomed to having this shape for their name or for their, for their signature. So how did it get known? Hmm. Answers the Gemara, Bidiski. Because in other letters, not Ashtar, in Stam, in other letters that they wrote, they would always sign this way. So from other letters that they wrote, Rashi here says the Stam letters, Geresh Leimim, or Shailas Hachuvas that they wrote, they would sign with this kind of a sign. So everybody knew then when it came to a get or a real document, when they had to put their signature, they were able to use these signs. Going back to the Mishnah, the Mishnah said the last thing was, Hillel, Hiskin, Perusbol, Vacholo. Hillel was Mesakin, the Atakana of Perusbol. So here, the next plata, so we're going to learn about Perusbol. It brings here what's the source of this concept of Perusbol. Hmm. So we learned then a Mishnah in Mesech Teshviyas. Perusbol ain't Mishamit. Once you have a Perusbol, so then Shmita will not take effect. Which means that usually there's a halacha of Shmitas Ksofim. When Shmita passes, so then the, the loans that are owed become all bottled. The, the malva, the lender, is not allowed to collect the loans, and you don't have to pay it at all. But if you write a prusbol, so then Shemitah does not take effect, and the loan can be collected. Now, what is a prusbol? The Gemara will explain it. Let's see. But Zeh, as the Mishnah there says, Zeh echod menadvarim. This is one of the things, Shehiskin, Hillel Azakin, that Hillel Azakin instituted. He saw that the people were holding back from lending money to one another when it came closer to Shemitah, and they were transgressing. On this that it says in the Pasuk, be careful if there'll be any negative thought in your heart. And the Pasuk there continues that you're going to say, oh, Shemitah is coming. How can I lend money? I'm not going to be able to co- collect this money. So then people were talking concerned about this and they weren't lending money. So Omad Vehiskin Prusbol. So Hillel got up and he was misakin that you write a Prusbol and this will allow you to collect the money even after Shemitah. Now, what is the prosbol? This is what the prosbol is. I'm giving over to you, dayonim, that are in this place. That whatever loan I'm owed from this individual, that I should have the ability to collect it, whenever I wish. And then, and the Dayanim or the Aden, they sign this document, and this is the principle. You're basically giving over your loan to the Bezdin. So Rashi here says, because it says in the Pasuk, that you may not press the borrower to collect the money from him. But if you're giving it over to the Bezdin, so then you're going to be able to collect. Now, there's a big machlekes to shine over here regarding the Sinyan. According to Rashi, the whole Indian of uh, Perusbol is Midrabanon, as it seems from the simple Pshara of the Gemara. Hillel is the one that instituted it. Minatayre, even giving it over to the Bezdin would not help. That's what Chachamim instituted that it should help, and the Gemara will soon ask the question and address how could it help? If Minatayre, it doesn't help, how could Chachamim do such a thing to go against the mitzvah of the Tayre, the mitzvah of Shemitah? But there are other Rishayim that say, Taisus over here says two things. First of all, that there's something that's called Mesiras Shtaris. You actually give over all the documents of your loan to the Bezdin. Taisa says that actually works when I tell you, you don't need a prosbol. Prosbol is when you're not giving over your documents to the Bezdin. Prosbol is when you're just writing the prosbol and you're writing that it should be as if you gave over those documents to the Bezdin, but you don't actually give it over to the Bezdin. That means Taisa over here doesn't say this, but Taisa and Makis. This is brought in Gemara Marcus as well. Over there, Taisus says that there's two different things. You look in the Mishnah there in Shvius. Menatayr that's giving over your status to the Bezdin. Midrabbanon they said just by writing a prosbol it's good enough. 
But from Rashi, it's mashma, mashma that Prusbul is giving over your shtadis to the Bezdin. And Minatayra, that doesn't work. It's only a Takana Midrabanam. So they collect, they collect it during that time? That by, that by giving over your shtadis to the Bezdin, you now have the power to collect it. You're sort of like a shliach of the best. You're, 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 yeah, yeah, you have the kayach of the best to come and collect it. So like, what's the question on this? How the chachamim, how does Hillel have the kayach to make such a takana if there's a mitzvah of shmita? Could you say that there's such a thing? That minatayre, the shvius takes effect and it absolves the loan. Now, the hiskin Hillel, the loy mishamta, and Hillel was misakin that through a prosbol, the, sh- the shmita will not take effect and you could collect your loan. How could you say such a thing? Amar Abayah, so the Gemara answered, Abayah said, Hillel only made this takana for shmita bismanazeh, which is not minatayre. The Rebbe, and he's following the opinion of Rebbe. The Tanya, Rebbe said, it says in the Pasuk, So it uses a double lotion. That anyone that has money to collect, he should not hold back, he should not collect. So what do you learn from the double Lashna of the Pasik? The Pasik is speaking about two Shmitas that have to be compared to each other. Achas, Shmitas Karka, the Shmita that applies to the land, and Vachas Shmitas Ksafim, and the Shmita that applies to the money. Bizman Karka. In the time that the Shmita of Karka is in effect, for the land is in effect, the Shmita of the money that absolves the loans is also in effect, but in a time that the Shemitah of the land does not apply anymore, so the Shemitah of the money is not in effect either. So Rashi here, Taisus here, is a big arichas, brings from the Gemara in Yerushalmi that says that at what point did the Shemitah of the Karka stop? Already in the time of the second base of Mikdash, at least according to Rashi, and most Rishayim, in the time of the second base of Mikdash, there was no Shemitah of Karka Menatayr anymore. Why? Because the Shemitah's Karka is connected to Yoival. When there's Yoival, the Shemitah's Karka. If there's no Yoival, there's no Shemitah's Karka. And what does Yoival depend on? Why? When is there Yoival Menatayr and when not? If Kol, if Yoiv Yisrael, or Eretz Yisrael, the Lashon of the Beret says by, uh, by Yoival over there in the Pasuk is... No, uh, there's Asher, we bring the Lashon by Yoival, it says, uh, yeah. when, when all the Eden are in Eretz Yisrael, no, that just skipped my mind, that Lashon of the Pasuk over there, that says uh, that only when all the Eden are in Eretz Yisrael, then you, you have the Din of Yoival. But if not, then there's no Din of Yoival. And when there's no Din of Yoival, Kol Yeshva that's the Lashon of the Pasuk. And when you have Kol Yeshva then there's Yoival. If not, there's no Yoival and there's no Shmita. And not only is there no Shmita for the Karka, there's no Shmita for Kesef either. There is over here an opinion of Rabbeinu Tam and the Taisis. Most Rishonim disagree with this, but this is Rabbeinu Tam's shita that in the time of the second base of Mikdash, there still was Yovel, and there was Shmita as well. And the Gemara over here is talking about Hillel, and Hillel actually lived in the time of the second base of Mikdash. And Taisis is Mechadish that Hillel, when he instituted Yovel, uh, sorry, not Yovel, when he instituted Peruzbol, for his times, he couldn't institute it because Shmita was still in Atayda and he didn't have the power to go against the Shmita in Atayda. But he instituted because he saw the Chorban that was going to happen and he instituted it for later, for after the Chorban. Okay, this is a very big Chiddush here, the Shit of Rabbeinu Tam, that in the time of the second base of Migdash, there was still Yoival. Taisu says that uh, the Aseris Ashvatim that were expelled from Eretz Yisrael in the, in the time of the first base of Migdash, they came back. 
they came back, some of them at least came back, so it's considered to be and there still is Yehovah. But most Rishenim ask on this and say that even if some of them came back, they, 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 they didn't all come back. Many questions that Rishenim ask. Most Rishenim hold that in the second base of Mikdash, there was no there was no Yehovah, and there's no Shemitah, not Minatayra. Okay, so this is. Right, <laughs> Then, after this, after they instituted Shemitah, so Hillel saw that the people are holding back from lending money to one another. So then Hillel got up and was Mesach and Prisbal, and Hillel was able to do this because the whole Shemitah is Midrabanan. So therefore, he's able to be Mesach that you can make, give over your loan to the Bezdin, and then there's no, uh, there's no Shemitah. But this answer itself brings up the same question now in the opposite. Could you say that there's such a thing that there's no Shemitah and the Rabbanan are going to come and be misakin that there should be a Shemitah? If there's no Shemitah here, which means that you have to pay the loan. So then you're, you're not paying the loan. So the loyve is a goslin. He's keeping the loan for himself. And min atayre, he has to pay it. How could the Rabbanan come and institute a shmita if min atayre, there's no shmita? Right? So just like we asked before regarding prosbol, that uh, you're being mevatel, the salacha min atayre, when you don't even owe the money, and you're, you're making him pay what he doesn't owe, so the question now is the opposite. How could you say that uh, he can keep the money if min atayre, there's no shmita, and he has to pay? Amar Abaye. So Abaye answers to this, Shev Val this is something that Chachamim do have the Kayach to uproot because it's a Shev al And this is a whole sugi in the Gemara Yuvamis, which discusses the power of the Rabbanon to uproot things in And the Gemara over there says that if Chachamim are telling you to do something which is a Kumbase, you're actively being over an Aveda of the Taira, that Chacham don't have the Kayach to tell you to do. But Chachamim do have the Kayach to stop you from fulfilling a mitzvah of the Torah. And the most typical and basic example is the mitzvah of Shoifer. When Rosh Hashanah falls out in Shabbos, Chachamim, because of their Gzeda, stop you from blowing Shoifer or, or taking the Lulav. Same thing over here. What are Chachamim doing? Chachamim are telling this person, this loive, that you don't have to pay back your loan. Even though you have a mitzvah to pay back your loan, but you don't have to, you can just sit and not pay back. That Chachamim have the power. Rav Omar, Rav says a different answer, and according to Rashi, this answer of Rav Omar goes back to the original question that the Gemara asked. How could Chachamim institute Prusbul to be mevatel the mitzvah of Shemitah and Atayra? says that this Rav Omar only goes on the second question that we just asked, regarding the Shemitah and Rabbanon. But Rashi says it goes back to the beginning. So Rav explains, Hefker, Bezden, Hefker. Prusbul is based on the Kayach of Bezden, Hefker, Bezden, Hefker. You're giving over your loan to the Bezden, and now with the Kayach of Hefker, Bezden, Hefker, they could collect the loan, even though, Minat there is there's a Din of Shemitah. Oh, Rabbi Yitzchak, Rabbi Yitzchak said, Minayin Shefke, Bezden, Hefker. From where do we know, what's the source of this concept, that Bezden has a Kayach to be Mafker, when it comes to money matters, that they can decide who the money belongs to. Shanem, the Pasuk says, Here, this is a Pasuk, when the Yidin came, 
by the time of the first base of the second base of Mikdash, they came to build the second base of Mikdash. So the pasuk there says that Ezra, I think it was, came or the Anshe Knesset Sagdeila. They said they said all you didn't have to gather and come to Yerushalayim, and then they said whoever's not going to come within the next three days, as the Sodom and the Zekanim, they advise that all Yidden should come. All of his possessions will be taken away from him, and it will be separated from the congregation, from all Yidden. Mm-hmm. So the Pesachim says, that they have a power to take away anyone's possession if he doesn't listen, if he doesn't come. So we see here the concept of Hefke Bezna Hefke. Another source the Gemara brings, Rabbi Laza says, Rabbi Laza Ama and this is a, from much earlier, by the Nachla, when Yeshua divided, and the, or the, uh, the Siyim of each one of the Shvatim, they divided the Nachla for the Shvatim. So the Pasuk says, Eila ha-Nachlois ashe-Nachlo, Elaza ha-Koyim v'Yeshua ben-Nun. Elaza ha-Koyim v'Yeshua ben-Nun divided the Nachla for the Yidin. And then it says, V'Roshei ha-Ovois, v'Goymer. Why does the Pasuk use the term V'Roshei ha-Ovois? It should have said, Roshei ha-Matois, which is the usual term. So what's Ovois here? Why does it use the term Roshim, the leaders of the Shvatim, but it says the Roshim of the fathers? Why fathers? It's teaching you, just like when it comes to a father, he can decide what to give, he can decide to divide his properties amongst his children as he wishes. So to the heads of the Shvatim, give the portion for the people, for the Shvatim, exactly how they desire. And this is the kayak for this is based on Hefke Bez Nefke. Here we see this concept that the Roshim they, they are able to divide and decide, even though it belongs to the Eden, but they can decide how to divide it as, as they wish. The Shiloh was asked regarding the Takana of Prusbal. Ki Hiskin Hillel Prusbal. When Hillel instituted the Takana of Prusbal, the Takin, did he only institute it for his generation? Or Hillel instituted it for all future generations. And the Gemara explains, What's the difference between whether he did it for his generation or future generations? Whether you can nullify this Takana. If you're going to say that he instituted it for his generation, So then you're able to be Mavatl, this Takana of Prozbal. So the Ran over here explains, If he only made it for his generation, why do you have to be Mavatl? As soon as his generation is over, shouldn't that shouldn't the takana expire? So the Ran says that Pshat in the Gemara is the means that he only made it because of the reason that the Gemara said before that he saw in his generation people are not lending money. So it's based on that reason. So if if it's another generation that the same reason applies, then the takana will apply. But if the reason does not apply anymore, so then the takana does not apply. So the Gilmara, when it says mevatlin and means that the Chachamah would have to assess whether the reason still applies, and if it does not apply, they'll be mevatlin. But Eli Yomret, Ladari Almanami talking, but if you're going to say that he instituted this for all generations, so then it doesn't make a difference if the reason applies or not. It, he made it a takana that in any time period you're allowed to make a principle. And then there's a rule, a later Bezden cannot nullify a, something that an earlier Bezden already instituted, unless this later Bezden is greater than the earlier Bezden, both with wisdom and numbers, which is really not feasible, really not possible, or not common at least. A later generation, a later Bezden is usually not greater in wisdom and in numbers to be able to <laughs> uproot what an earlier Bezden did. 
There's a big arichas here in Taisus about this. One of the points Taisus says of here is, this is when the Takana was nispashet in Klal Yisrael. If the Takana was not nispashet, if, if the Takana was not accepted amongst Klal Yisrael, so then even a later bezin that's smaller than a previous bezin could be mevatel this. And the example for this is a Takana of Shem and Akum. Just like there's a, a takana not to eat cholovakom, pasakom, bisholakom, there was also originally a takana not to eat oil that comes from Goyen. But because it wasn't nispashit in Klal Yisrael, it wasn't accepted, so therefore a later bezin was mavatlet, even though the later bezin was a smaller bezin. But if you hear, the Gemara is saying that if this takana of Pruzl was already nispashit, everyone accepted it, so then you're going to need a greater bezin in wisdom and size in order to be mavatlet. Tashima, so I'll bring a raya, the Amma Shmuel, Shmuel says, Loikasvin and Prusbal, you can't write a Prusbal, Ela Ibe Beidina the Sura, unless you're in a Bezdin of Sura, which is where Rav was, and he had a proper, good, strong, prominent Bezdin, or Ibe Beidina the Nerda, or in the Bezdin of Nerda, which is where Shmuel himself was. So you have to have a very big Bezdin, a very strong Bezdin. If you're going to say that Hillel was Mesakin for all future generations, that you can always make a prosbul, you're giving over your loan to the Bezin. So you should have the ability to write the prosbul for any Bezin. Why do you have to have such a special Bezin? So what is the Gemara trying to prove from here? So it must be that Hillel made his Takan only for his generation. If you have a special Bezin that has the Koyach of Hefke Bezin Hefke, this Koyach of Hefke Bezin Hefke is not for any Bezin. Just so you can't take any three people and then say, and, and uh, uh, use the Koyach of Hefke Bezin Hefke. You have to have a very Chosh of a Bezin for Hefke Bezin Hefke. So then you'll be able to make a Prusbal. But otherwise, the Takan of Hill is bottle. <laughs> so the Gemara answer is not, there's no Raya from here. Because Dilme, Kitokin Hillel, Lidari Alme, it may be Hillel did make his Takan of Prusbal for all future generations. But. How did he make his takana? Kagoin bei dina didei. But the whole takana originally was. It has to be a strong bezdin like his own, like Hillel's bezdin, or okravami veravasi. Or like a bezdin of ravami and ravasi. It actually <laughs> says this was the bezdin that was around in the time when this Shiloh was asked. That are very strong, that they have the kayak of hefke bezdin hefke to take out money from people. But for any other plain bezdin, they did not make, Hillel did not make this takana. Toshima. I'll try to bring another eye here for this, whether the Takana was only for the generation of Hill or for later on. Dama Shmuel, Shmuel said, Ha Prusbala, this Prusbal, Ulbane the Dainihu. This is a Ulbane. Ulbane will say the Gemara will soon type the word Ulbane, but Ulbane means it's embarrassing or it's 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 not appropriate for the best. The Gemara will soon type more what Ulbane means. Now e Ayasha Chayel, if I would have the power of Atline, I would get rid of this whole concept of Prusbal. So the Gemara asks, how can he do this? Avatline, how could Shmuel say that he would get rid of the Takana of Prozbul that Hill instituted? A later Bezn cannot uproot what a pre- previous Bezn already instituted. Unless you're greater in wisdom and, and, and numbers. So it must be that Hill only instituted the Takana of Prozbul for his generation or when the, ta- when the reason applies. But then Shmuel came and, and, and looked and assessed the situation and saw that the reason doesn't apply, so he wanted to be mevatlet. So the Gemara says, no, it's not a raya. This is what he meant to say. He was saying, if I were smarter and stronger and bigger than Hillel, then I would be mevatlet. But in, in, in reality, I can't because Hillel made the Takana for all generations. Now, Rav Nachman had a different version of this, but Rav Nachman, or Rav Nachman himself actually said differently. But Rav Nachman, Omar, Rav Nachman said, "Akaymina." No, I would uh, validate. I would keep the Takana of Hillel. 
Gemara, why is he saying that? He's saying that he would validate, he would keep the Takana. The Takana is here. If you're going to say, he'll make the Takana for all future generations, so the Takana is here. This is what Rav Nachman meant to say. I would add something to this takana. I would make it much easier, and I would say Even if you don't actually write a prosbol, every loan it's built in automatically as if there's a prosbol there that the loan, if it's going to pass Schmidt, it's given over to the bezin to be able to collect it. The Gemara comes back here to this lashon of Ulbina. We said before the Shaila was asked, "Hi Ulbina." When it said before that a prosbul is a olbena for the bezin, what does the word olbena mean? Lishne the chutzpah who? Does the word olbena mean that it's a chutzpah for the bezin to do such a thing? That you're coming and collecting a loan, which really there's a shmita, you're not supposed to collect it. So it's like it's a very uh, audacious thing. It's a very big chutzpah. Or actually, maybe the word olbena means that this is a convenient thing for the bezin. So Rashi explains why is a prosbul a convenient thing for the bezin? Because imagine if there would be no prosbul. So right before Shemitah, there would be a run on the money. Everybody would, would want to collect their loans before Shemitah comes, and Bezlin would be so busy trying to help everybody collect their loans, and sometimes it can be difficult to collect your loans, and it would be hard for the Bezlin. So making a prosbol just makes things convenient for the Bezlin. Maybe that's what it means. So the Gemara says, Tashema brings a, this Lashon of Obina from another place, a completely different subject, but you see what this word Obina means. The Oma Ola Ola said regarding the Cheta Egel, when Yidin sinned right after Matan Aluva kala, a kala that shazimsa uh, bekerav chopasa, a kala that sins that that is mezana right over there by the chope is is embarrassed should should be embarrassed of this or it's it's a chutzpah that's really what it means uh, what a chutzpah a kala right over there by the chope it goes and is mezana and this is what Klal Yisrael did right over there be, be, they were still by Har Sinai. they didn't leave yet Har Sinai. they only left Har Sinai much later and right over there Yidin made the eagle right after Matan so we see that the word aluva does not mean convenience, but aluva means that it's a chutzpah. My kara, what's the pasik that speaks about this that Yidin did there by the chet eagle? When the king is still sitting around by the table with the festive meal with his guest near the nasan reichai, the besamim. Nasan uh, over here means in the, in the negative that it, it, it lost its good smell and it, it, it gives off it, it lost its smell it let go of its good of its good uh, aroma mm-hmm. so over here as well Yidin are still sitting with the Eibishter by Har Sinai and they allowed the effect of Matan to leave them but Omar on this Rav said or Rav but the love of the Eibishter is still with us why? the Chsiv Nasan because the Abishter writes that the Pasuk is written in a, in a, in a, in a uh, refined way. It, it says, Nasan, that it, it gave away its smell. But like Siv is Sriach. It could have said a much more stronger, harsher term. That is Sriach, that it became Amish a foul odor. But it did, the Pasuk didn't say that term. Why? Because the Abishter still loves Yidin even after the Chet Egel. One more thing here, the Gemara brings regarding this expression of aluva, and here the Taich is seemingly a bit differently, maybe it's connected to the same Indian. So we learn in those people that are humiliated or are embarrassed, I guess also connected to chutzpah, someone that acts chutzpah against you and talks to you in this manner and he embarrasses you. And you don't embarrass back, you don't answer back. They hear their shame. And they don't respond. Hmm. They fulfill mitzvahs, loving the Eibishter, and they accept with joy any pain that the Eibishter brings upon them. 
Mm-hmm. Regarding them, the Pasuk says, those that love the Eivish, they could say, Sashemesh like the sun that comes out mm-hmm. in its might and its great might. Al Tereb actually brings this in Tanya, in Peri Chavav, that the people that accept Yisur and Ba'ave and Bismanazel, also love it, will to the greatest Giluyim, and that's what to say, Sashemesh Begvurase means. Hmm. We begin the Gemara today on Daf Lamadvav Amadalev, about 10 lines down from the top of the Yomud, going back to what it said in the Mishnah. The Edim signed the Get only because the Takonet, the Rabbi Gamliel Azakon was Musakin, the Tikanoilam. Okay, so the Gemara explains here how could you say that Edim signed a Get only because of a Takon of Rabbi Gamliel? This is Rabbi Gamliel that instituted that Edim should sign a Get. This is Minatayda. Why? Because there's a pasuk that says the chesiv v'kosov b'seifer v'chosum that you write in a in a document and you sign it. This is actually not a pasuk in Chumash, even though the Gemara uses the term da'iraisa. But the Gemara sometimes uses this term da'iraisa, and it's a pasuk in uh, Novi. This is a pasuk in Yermia where he's telling the Yidden before the Chorban, the Nevua, that the Chorban is going to take place and they're going to be expelled from Eretz Yisrael, but then they're going to return. And therefore, he's, he's, tell, he's advising them and telling them you could buy fields, buy properties, but write documents and have Adam sign them so when you come back to Yisrael after the Chorban, and then you'll come back eventually, you'll have proof of what properties belong to you. So what is he telling them? That What is a valid document to prove this? You write it and you sign it. You have to have Adam to sign it. So from this we understand that the Gemara's question is that this is regarding the star used for money. This is regarding any document, including a get as well. In order for it to be a kosher star, a get is a form of a star, so it has to have a signature on it. So how can we say that the signature is just tikkun oilam? Omar so Rabbi answers, So our Mishnah is following the opinion of Rabbi as we had many times before in the previous Patek. The Omar of Allah's opinion is Edim is Sirikarti. It's the Edim when you give the get. They're the ones that make the get a kosher get. You don't need Edim to sign the get at all. Tekinu Rabbanon, Edichsim, according to his opinion. So Rabbi Gamliel, the Rabbanon, they instituted that you should have Edim sign the get. For Tikkun what is the Tikkun The Zimnin, the Maisi Sadi. What happens if the Edim that was there when you gave the get passed away? Or they left town, they went overseas, and now you have to prove that this get is a kosher get, and you gave it to the Isha, what are you going to do? You don't have any aid in here that can prove it. So, But if you have the signatures on the get, that will serve enough as a proof that this get is kosher and that she got it from her husband. So it's a takana de Rabbanan. So the Rishayim over here, and earlier, Taisis before, explained that if a woman holds a get in her hands, and it has signatures on it, so then there's a chazake that she got this get from her husband. We're not concerned about the fact that maybe she picked up this get from the floor, or maybe she just took it out of the drawer, but if she has it in her hand, she probably got it from her husband. And the fact that it has signatures, so we know, what are those signatures? Those signatures are that the husband set to write this get, and it's an authentic get. So the fact that it's in her hands, that can serve enough as a raya that she got this get properly, and she's divorced. So you won't need the Eide Mesira that may not be here at all. Okay, that's the pshat of here. So Rashi explains, according to this, what the Gemara is saying is that the Pasuk we brought before, because of the safety of the is, is, is Yermia just giving an Eitzat Teve. He was giving them good advice. He's not telling you a halacha that a document of any sort must have a signature. Adarab, according to Rabbi Lazar, a document does not need a signature. You just need Eide Mesira. 
That's one pshat, Rabbis pshat. Rav Yisuf Omar, Rav Yisuf says, there's a completely different pshat of the Mishnah. I could even tell you that our Mishnah goes according to Rab Meir. Again, Rab Meir, Hiskinu, what does the Mishnah mean to say? You have to read the Mishnah differently. That according to Rab Meir, what was instituted is, that the Edim should spell out their names when they sign a get. For Tikkun Oilam, that it should be easy to verify the signatures on a get. And the Gemara brings a Braise that says how Edim used to sign a get. Tanya, as it says in the Braise, Bari Shaina, in the beginning, when a person signed a document, he didn't even sign his name. He just signed, he just put, put his handwriting basically, without an actual signature. Some even actually take, shot, take out the word Plaini, without Plaini. Now, how could you verify what, what value does such a signature have if you don't even have the name of the person? So you, it does have a certain value because of the handwriting. Now, in Ksav Yodoi Yoitze Mimokem Kasha. If you have another document that was already verified, and it's the same handwriting as this handwriting here when he writes these words, Ani Chasamti Eid, then the get will be Kasha. But Vimlav, if you can't compare it to his handwriting in a different place, then puzzle. Then this get will be puzzle. So that's how you can verify it. Or L'Chayri, you could also verify it by bringing two Eidim. That recognized this handwriting. But now, Ahmed Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Gamliel came and said that it's much better that they should sign with their names. Takana Gedaile Eskinu, that there's a very important Takana that they instituted, Shiyum, Mefashin Shemisein Begitin, that they should spell out their names regarding a get when they sign a get. Mepnei Tikkunoilam. For Tikkunoilam, what's the Tikkunoilam? That once you have your name written in the get, so now if that aid himself shows up and says, yes, this is my name, I signed it, so then we trust him, and that's, that itself verifies the signature. If you don't know who the aidim are, Bechlal, it just says, Ani Chasamti Eid. So the aid himself will not be able to verify his signature. You're going to have to compare his signature to another handwriting, or maybe get two aidim to find, to, to verify. But now it just makes it easier to verify, that you know who the aid is. You can call him and ask him, is this your handwriting? It's mashma here that once they instituted that you must put down your name, so it's not only not enough to just write Anicha Samti A, but you, you must have your name. You can't make any other simon, any other sign, any other picture, anything. So the Gemara asks, is that, is that true? That they were masakin, that you must put your name, but without any other simon, another simon will not be good. But for Harav, when Rav signed, a kavra, maybe you read it. He would sign with the with the shape of a fish. That's uh, what he signed. A fish is, has a, is a good sign, as it says here in the Mepharshim, that uh, uh, there's no ayin hara on fish. That's how he would sign. Rab Chanine would make a picture of a branch from a tree. Rab Chiste Samach. Rab Chiste used to just put the letter Samach. Rab Chiste just the letter ayin. Seems like that they would sign one letter of their name. Rabbi Baravune Tsayer Makusa. Rabbi Baravune made a picture of a sail from a boat. So we see that these Chachamim did not put down their name. They put down various different simonim for their name. And that, that was their trademark, their, their signature. So, Chayir, this should be good enough. Answers the Gemara, Shani Rabbanon, the Bikin Simenayo. These Rabbanon are different because everyone takenu that it's them. Everyone knew their simon. So when you saw this simon on the get, you, you knew the, who it was, and therefore you can be Mekayim the get just by calling them and asking them, did you make this picture? So 
for, for these Chachamim, it was good. But Stam, for a regular person, he's going to make this kind of picture and he's not known to signing with this kind of picture. So then it's worthless. You have to, the, the Takan has to be fulfilled to put your name. You're saying that now it got known. Everybody knows that these simonim, that Rav made a picture of a fish and so on. But in the beginning, how did they even start signing this way? When they made that picture the first time, nobody knew that they were accustomed to having this shape for their name or for their, for their signature. So how did it get known? Answers the Gemara, Bidiski. Because in other letters, not Ashtar, in Stam, in other letters that they wrote, they would always sign this way. So from other letters that they wrote, Rashi here says the Stam letters, Geresh Leimim, or Shailas Hachuvas that they wrote, they would sign with this kind of a sign. So everybody knew then when it came to a get or a real document, when they had to put their signature, they were able to use these signs. Going back to the Mishnah, the Mishnah said the last thing was, Hillel, Hiskin, Perusbol, Vacholo. Hillel was Mesakin, the Takana of Perusbol. So here, the next plata, so we're going to learn about Perusbol, it brings here what's the source of this concept of prosbol. Mm. So we learned in a Mishnah in Mishamit. Once you have a prosbol, so then Shmita will not take effect. Which means that usually there's a halacha of Shmitas Ksofim. When Shmita passes, so then the, the loans that are owed become all bottled. The, the Malva, the lender, is not allowed to collect the loans and you don't have to pay it at all. But if you write a prusbol, so then Shemitah does not take effect and the loan can be collected. Now, what is a prusbol? The Gemara will explain it. Let's see. But Zeh, as the Mishnah there says, Zeh echod menadvarim. This is one of the things, Shehiskin, Hillel Azakin, that Hillel Azakin instituted. He saw that the people were holding back from lending money to one another when it came closer to Shemitah, and they were transgressing. On this that it says in the Pasuk, be careful if there'll be any negative thought in your heart. And the Pasuk there continues that you're going to say, oh, Shemitah is coming. How can I lend money? I'm not going to be able to co- collect this money. So then people were talking concerned about this and they weren't lending money. So Omar Vehiskin Prusbol. So Hillel got up and he was misakin that you write a Prusbol and this will allow you to collect the money even after Shemitah. Now, what is the prosbol? This is what the prosbol is. I'm giving over to you, dayonim, that are in this place. That whatever loan I'm owed from this individual, that I should have the ability to collect it, whenever I wish. And then, and the Dayanim or the Aden, they sign this document, and this is the principle. You're basically giving over your loan to the Bezdin. So Rashi here says, because it says in the Pasuk, that you may not press the borrower to collect the money from him. But if you're giving it over to the Bezdin, so then you're going to be able to collect. Now, there's a big Machlekes Yishayim over here regarding the Sinyan. According to Rashi, the whole Indian of uh, Peruzbul is Midrabanon, as it seems from the simple Pshara of the Gemara. Hillel is the one that instituted it. Minatayre, even giving it over to the Bezdin would not help. That's what Chachamim instituted that it should help, and the Gemara will soon ask the question and address how could it help? If Minatayre, it doesn't help, how could Chachamim do such a thing to go against the mitzvah of the Tayre, the mitzvah of Shemitah? But there are other Rishayim that say, Taisus over here says two things. First of all, that there's something that's called Mesiras Shtaris. You actually give over all the documents of your loan to the Bezdin. Taisa says that actually works when I tell you, you don't need a prosbol. 
Prozbol is when you're not giving over your documents to the Bezdin. Prozbol is when you're just writing the Prozbol, and you're writing that it should be as if you gave over those documents to the Bezdin, but you don't actually give it over to the Bezdin. That means Tysus over here doesn't say this, but Tysus and Makis. This is brought in Gemara Makis as well. Over there, Tysus says that there's two different things. You look in the Mishnah there in Shvius. Menatayr, that's giving over your status to the Bezdin. Midrabbana, they said, just by writing a Prozbol, it's good enough. But from Rashi, it's mashma, mashma that Prusbul is giving over your shtaris to the Bezdin. And Menatayra, that doesn't work. It's only a Takana Midrabanam. So they collect, they collect it during that time? That by, that by giving over your shtaris to the Bezdin, you now have the power to collect it. You're sort of like a shliach of the Bezdin. You're, you're, you're yeah, yeah, you have the kayach of the Bezdin to come and collect it. So like, what's the question on this? How the Chachamim, how does Hillel have the Kayach to make such a Takana mm-hmm. if there's a Mitzvah of Shmita? Frakta Gemara, umi ikimidi the midairaisa mishamta shviyas. Could you say that there's such a thing? That minatayre, the shviyas takes effect and it absolves the loan. Now the hiskin Hillel, the loy mishamta, and Hillel was misakin that through a prosbol, the, sh- the Shmita will not take effect and you could collect your loan. How could you say such a thing? Amar Abayeh, so the Gemara answered, Abayeh said, B'shviyas b'zmanazeh. Hill only made this takana for Shmite b'zmanazeh, which is not menatayre. V'rebi, and he's following the opinion of Rebi. Tanya, what the Nabrai said, Rebi, Yoyme, Rebi said, it says in the Pasuk, V'zeh dvar ha-shmite shomait. So it uses a double lotion. Shomait kol balmashi yodeh. That anyone that has money to collect, he should not hold back, he should not collect. So what do you learn from the double lotion of the Pasuk? The Pasek is speaking about two Shemitahs that have to be compared to each other. Achas, Shemitahs Karka, the Shemitah that applies to the land, and Vachas, Shemitahs Ksafim, and the Shemitah that applies to the money. Bizman Karka. In the time that the Shemitah of Karka is in effect, for the land is in effect, the Shemitah of the money that absolves the loans is also in effect, Bizman Karka. But in the time that the Shemitah of the land does not apply anymore, so the Shemitah of the money is not in effect either. So Rashi here, Taisus here, is a big arichas, brings from the Gemara in Yerushalmi that says that at what point did the Shemitah of the Karka stop? Already in the time of the second base of Mikdash, at least according to Rashi, and most Rishayim, in the time of the second base of Mikdash, there was no Shemitah of Karka Menatayr anymore. Why? Because the Shemitah's Karka is connected to Yoival. When there's Yoival, the Shemitah's Karka. If there's no Yoival, there's no Shemitah's Karka. And what does Yoival depend on? Why? When is there Yoival Menatayra and when not? If call if if Yisrael are in Eretz Yisrael, the Lashon of the but it says by uh, by Yoival over there in the pasuk is where does Rashi bring the Lashon by Yoival? It says uh, when when all the Eden are in Eretz Yisrael. No, that just skipped my mind. That lashon of the pasuk over there that says uh, that only when all the Eden are in Eretz Yisrael, then you, you have the din of Yovel. But if not, then there's no din of Yovel. And when there's no din of Yovel, call Yisrael out. That's the lashon of the pasuk. And when you have call Yisrael out, then there's Yovel. If not, there's no Yovel and there's no shmita. And not only is there no shmita for the karka, there's no shmita for kesef either. There is over here an opinion of Rabbi Tam and the Taisus. Most Rishonim disagree with this, but this is Rabbi Tam's shita that in the time of the second base of Mikdash, there still was Yovel, and there was Shemitah as well. And the Gemara over here is talking about Hillel, and Hillel actually lived in the time of the second base of Mikdash, and Taisus is Mechadish, that Hillel, when he instituted Yovel, uh, sorry, not Yovel, when he instituted Peruzbol, for his times, he couldn't institute it, because Shemitah was still in Atayda, and he didn't have the power to go against the Shemitah in Atayda. 
But he instituted it because he saw the Chorban that was going to happen, and he instituted it for later, for after the Chorban. Okay, this is a very big chiddush here, the shit of Rabbeinu Tam, that in the time of the second base of Migdash, there was still Yoival. Tosu says that uh, the Aseris Ashvatim that were expelled from Eretz Yisrael in the, in the time of the first base of Migdash, they came back. They came back, some of them at least came back, Bisman Bai Shani, so it's considered to be Kol Yishvah and there still is Yehovah. But most Rishayim ask on this and say that even if some of them came back, they, 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 they didn't all come back. Many questions that Rishayim ask, most Rishayim hold that in the second base of Mikdash there was no Kol Yishvah there was no Yehovah, and there's no Shemitah, not Minatayda. Okay, so this is. Right, <laughs> Then, after this, after they instituted Shemitah, so Hillel saw that the people are holding back from lending money to one another. So then Hillel got up and was Mesach and Prisbal, and Hillel was able to do this because the whole Shemitah is Midrabanan. So therefore, he's able to be Mesach in that you can make, give over your loan to the Bezdin, and then there's no, uh, there's no Shemitah. But this answer itself brings up the same question now in the opposite. Could you say that there's such a thing that there's no Shemitah and the Rabbanan are going to come and be misakin that there should be a Shemitah? If there's no Shemitah here, which means that you have to pay the loan. So then you're, you're not paying the loan. So the loyva is a goslin. He's keeping the loan for himself. And min atayre, he has to pay it. How could the Rabbanan come and institute a shmita if min atayre, there's no shmita? Right? So just like we asked before regarding prosbol, that uh, you're being mevatel, this halacha min atayre, when you don't even owe the money, and you're, you're making him pay what he doesn't owe, so the question now is the opposite. How could you say that uh, he can keep the money if min atayre, there's no shmita, and he has to pay? Amar Abaye. So Abaye answers to this, Shev Val this is something that Chachamim do have the Kayach to uproot because it's a Shev al And this is a whole sugi in the Gemara Yuvamis, which discusses the power of the Rabbanon to uproot things in And the Gemara over there says that if Chachamim are telling you to do something which is a Kumbase, you're actively being over an Aveda of the Taira, that Chacham don't have the Kayach to tell you to do. But Chachamim do have the Kayach to stop you from fulfilling a mitzvah of the Torah. And the most typical and basic example is the mitzvah of Shoifer. When Rosh Hashanah falls out in Shabbos, Chachamim, because of their Gzeda, stop you from blowing Shoifer or, or taking the Lulav. Same thing over here. What are Chachamim doing? Chachamim are telling this person, this loive, that you don't have to pay back your loan. Even though you have a mitzvah to pay back your loan, but you don't have to, you can just sit and not pay back. That Chachamim have the power. Rav Omar, Rav says a different answer, and according to Rashi, this answer of Rav Omar goes back to the original question that the Gemara asked. How could Chachamim institute Prusbul to be mevatel the mitzvah of Shemitah and Atayra? says that this Rav Omar only goes on the second question that we just asked, regarding the Shemitah and Rabbanon. But Rashi says it goes back to the beginning. So Rav explains, Hefker, Bezden, Hefker. Prusbul is based on the Kayach of Bezden, Hefker, Bezden, Hefker. You're giving over your loan to the Bezden, and now with the Kayach of Hefker, Bezden, Hefker, they could collect the loan, even though, Minat there is there's a Din of Shemitah. Oh, Rabbi Yitzchak, Rabbi Yitzchak said, Minayin Shefker, Bezden, Hefker. From where do we know, what's the source of this concept, that Bezden has a Kayach to be Mafker, when it comes to money matters, that they can decide who the money belongs to. 
Shanema, the Pasik says, Here, this is a Pasik when the Eden came by the time of the first base of Mikdash, the second base of Mikdash. They came to build the second base of Mikdash. So the Pasik there says that Ezra, I think it was, came, or the Anshik Knesset Sagdaila, they said, All you didn't have to gather and come to Yerushalayim. And then they said, Whoever's not going to come within the next three days, as the Sodom and the Zikainim, they advise that all Yidin should come, all of his possessions will be taken away from him, and it will be separated from the congregation, from all Yidin. Mm-hmm. So the Pesachim says, that they have a power to take away anyone's possession if he doesn't listen, if he doesn't come. So we see here the concept of Hefke Bezna Hefke. Another source the Gemara brings, Rabbi Laza says, Rabbi Laza, and this is from much earlier, by the Nachla, when Yeshua divided, and the, or the, uh, the Siyim of each one of the Shvatim, they divided the Nachla for the Shvatim, so the Pasuk says, Eila ha-Nachlois ha-Nachlo, Elaza ha-Koyim v'Yeshua ben-Nun, Elaza ha-Koyim v'Yeshua ben-Nun divided the Nachla for the Yidin, and then it says, V'Roshei ha-Ovois. Why does the Pasuk use the term V'Roshei ha-Ovois? It should have said, V'Roshei ha-Matois, which is the usual term. So what's Ovis here? Roshim Why does it use the term Roshim, the leaders of the Shvatim, but it says the Roshim of the fathers? Why fathers? It's teaching you, Just like when it comes to a father, he can decide what to give, he can decide to divide his properties amongst his children as he wishes. So to the heads of the Shvatim, give the portion for the people, for the Shvatim, exactly how they desire. And this is, the Kayach for this is based on Hefke Bez Here we see this concept that the Roshim, they, they are able to divide and decide, even though it belongs to the Eden, but they can decide how to divide it as, as they wish. The Shiloh was asked regarding the Takana of Prusbal. Ki Hiskin Hillel Prusbal. When Hill instituted the Takana of Prusbal, the Dare Hill Yatakin, did he only institute it for his generation? Or Hill instituted it for all future generations? And the Gemara explains, What's the difference between whether he did it for his generation or future generations? Whether you can nullify this Takana. If you're going to say that he instituted it for his generation, so then you're able to be mevatel, this takana of prosbol. So the Ran over here explains, if he only made it for his generation, why do you have to be mevatel? As soon as his generation is over, shouldn't, that, shouldn't the takana expire? So the Ran says that Pshat in the Gemara is, means that he only made it because of the reason that the Gemara said before, that he saw in his generation people are not lending money. So it's based on that reason. So if, if it's another generation that the same reason applies, then the takana will apply. But if the reason does not apply anymore, so then the takana does not apply. So the Gilmara, when it says, means that the Chachamah would have to assess whether the reason still applies, and if it does not apply, they'll be mevatlet. But if you're going to say that he instituted this for all generations, so then it doesn't make a difference if the reason applies or not. It, he made it a takana that in any time period you're allowed to make a principle. And then there's a rule, a later Bezden cannot nullify a, something that an earlier Bezden already instituted, 
unless this later Bezdin is greater than the earlier Bezdin, both with wisdom and numbers, which is really not feasible, really not possible, or not common at least. A later generation, a later Bezdin is usually not greater in wisdom and in numbers to be able to <laughs> uproot what an earlier Bezdin did. There's a big Arichas here in Taisus about this. One of the points Taisus says of here is, this is when the Takana was Nespashet in Klal Yisrael. If the Takana was not Nespashet, if, if the Takana was not accepted amongst Klal Yisrael, so then even a later Bezden that's smaller than a previous Bezden could be Mavatal this. And the example for this is a Takana of Shem and Akum. Just like there's a, a Takana not to eat Cholov Akum, Pas Akum, Bishol Akum, there was also originally a Takana not to eat oil that comes from Goyen. But... Because it wasn't Nispashit in Klal Yisrael, it wasn't accepted. So therefore, a later Bezden was Mavatlet, even though the later Bezden was a smaller Bezden. But if you hear, the Gemara is saying that if this Takana of Pruzl was already Nispashit, everyone accepted it, so then you're going to need a greater Bezden in wisdom and size in order to be Mavatlet. Tashima, so I'll bring a Raya, the Amma Shmuel, Shmuel says, Loikasvin and Pruzbal. You can't write a prusbal, unless you're in a bezdin of Sura, which is where Rav was, and he had a proper, good, strong, prominent bezdin, or in the bezdin of Nerdah, which is where Shmuel himself was. So you have to have a very big bezdin, a very strong bezdin. If you're going to say that Hillel was Mesakin for all future generations, that you can always make a prusbal, you're giving over your loan to the bezdin. So Bishar Bedin and Ami you should have the ability to write the prosbul for any bezdin. Why do you have to have such a special bezdin? So, uh, what is the Gemara trying to prove from here? So, it must be that Hillel made his takan only for his generation. Elamai, if you have a special bezdin that has the a koyach of hefke bezdin hefke, this koyach of hefke bezdin hefke is not for any bezdin. Just you can't take any three people and then say and, and uh, uh, use the koyach of hefke bezdin hefke. You have to have a very chosh of a bezdin for hefke bezdin hefke. So then you'll be able to make a prosbul. But otherwise, the takan of Hillel is bottle. <laughs> So the Gemara answer is not, there's no raya from here, because Dilma, Kitokin Hillel, Lidari Alma, it may be Hillel did make his Takana of Prozbal for all future generations. But how did he make his Takana? Kogoin Bey Dina Didei, but the whole Takana originally was, it has to be a strong Bezdin like his own, like Hillel's Bezdin, or Okravami Viravasi, or like a Bezdin of Ravami and Ravasi. It actually <laughs> says this was the Bezdin that was around in the time when this Shiloh was asked. That are very strong, that they have the kayak of Hefke Bezdin Hefke to take out money from people. But for any other plain Bezdin, they did not make, the Hillel did not make this Takana. Toshima, I'll try to bring another eye here for this, whether the Takana was only for the generation of Hill or for later on. Shmuel, Shmuel said, This Prusbal, Ulbene the Dainihu. This is a Ulbene. Ulbene, we'll say, the Gemara will soon type the word Ulbene, but Ulbene means it's embarrassing or it's, it's, it's not appropriate for the best. The Gemara will soon touch more what Ulbene means. Now, e, ayasha chayil, if I would have the power of Atline, I would get rid of this whole concept of Prozbal. So the Gemara asks, how can he do this? Avatline, how could Shmuel say that he would get rid of the Takana of Prozbal that Hillel instituted? A later Bezn cannot uproot what a pre- previous Bezn already instituted. Unless you're greater in wisdom and, and, and numbers. So it must be that Hillel only instituted the Takana of Prozbal for his generation or when the, ta- when the reason applies. But then Shmuel came and, and, and looked and assessed the situation and saw that the reason doesn't apply, so he wanted to be Mavatlet. So the Gemara says, no, it's not a raya. This is what he meant to say. He was saying, if I were smarter and stronger and bigger than Hillel, then I would be Mavatlet. But in, in, in reality, I can't.
because Hillel made the Takana for all generations. Now, Rav Nachman had a different version of this, but Rav Nachman, or Rav Nachman himself actually said differently. But Rav Nachman, Omar, Rav Nachman said, Akaimina. No, I would uh, validate, I would keep the Takana of Hillel. Why is he saying that? He's saying that he would validate, he would keep the Takana. The Takana is here. If you're going to say Hillel made the Takana for all future generations, so the Takana is here. This is what Rav Nachman meant to say. I would add something to this takana. I would make it much easier, and I would say Even if you don't actually write a prosbol, every loan it's built in automatically as if there's a prosbol there that the loan, if it's going to pass Schmidt, it's given over to the bezin to be able to collect it. The Gemara comes back here to this lashon of Ulbina. We said before the Shaila was asked, "Hi Ulbina." When it said before that a prosbul is a olbena for the bezin, what does the word olbena mean? Lishne the chutzpah who? Does the word olbena mean that it's a chutzpah for the bezin to do such a thing? That you're coming and collecting a loan, which really there's a shmita, you're not supposed to collect it. So it's like a very audacious thing. It's a very big chutzpah. Or actually, maybe the word olbena means that this is a convenient thing for the bezin. So Rashi explains why is a prosbul a convenient thing for the bezin? Because imagine if there would be no prosbul. So right before Shemitah, there would be a run on the money. Everybody would, would want to collect their loans before Shemitah comes, and Bezlin would be so busy trying to help everybody collect their loans, and sometimes it can be difficult to collect your loans, and it would be hard for the Bezlin. So making a prosbol just makes things convenient for the Bezlin. Maybe that's what it means. So the Gemara says, Tashema brings a, this Lashon of Obana from another place, a completely different subject, but you see what this word Obana means. The Oma Ola Ola said regarding the Cheta Egel, when Yidin sinned right after Matan Aluva kala, a kala that shazinsa uh, bekerav chopasa, a kala that sins that that is mezana right over there by the chope is is embarrassed should should be embarrassed of this or it's it's a chutzpah that's really what it means uh, what a chutzpah a kala right over there by the chope it goes and is mezana and this is what Klal Yisrael did right over there be, be, they were still by Har Sinai. they didn't leave yet Har Sinai. they only left Har Sinai much later and right over there Yidin made the eagle right after Matan so we see that the word aluva does not mean convenience, but aluva means that it's a chutzpah. My kara, what's the pasik that speaks about this that Yidin did there by the chet eagle? When the king is still sitting around by the table with the festive meal with his guest near the nasan reichai, the besamim. Nasan uh, over here means in the, in the negative that it, it, it lost its good smell and it, it, it gives off, it, it lost its smell, it let go of its good, of its good uh, aroma. Mm-hmm. So over here as well, Yidin are still sitting with the Abishter by Har Sinai and they allowed the effect of Matan to leave them. But Omar on this Rava said, or Rav, others are going to say, But the love of the Abishter is still with us. Why? The Chsiv Nasan? Because the Abishter writes that the Pasuk is written in a, in a, in a, in a uh, refined way. It, it says, Nasan, that it, it gave away its smell. But like Siv, Sriach. It could have said a much more stronger, harsher term. That is Sriach, that it became Amish a foul odor. But it did, the Pasuk didn't say that term. Why? Because the Abishter still loves Yidin even after the Chet Egel. One more thing here. The Gemara brings regarding this expression of Aluva. And here, the Taich is seemingly a bit differently. Maybe it's connected to the same Indian. So we learn Nebraisa those people that are humiliated or are embarrassed. I guess also connected to chutzpah, someone that acts chutzpah against you and talks to you in this manner and he embarrasses you. Huh? And you don't embarrass back, you don't answer back. 
Shaymin Kharpasan, they hear their shame, Vayim Meshivin, and they don't respond. Oysin Me'ava, they fulfill mitzvahs, loving the Abishter, and Smechin Biyasurim, and they accept with joy any pain that the Abishter brings upon them. Alei and Akasta Vayimir, regarding them, the Pasik says, Vayavav. Those that love the Ebesh, they could say, Sashemesh Begvurasai, like the sun that comes out mm-hmm. in its might and its great might. Al Tereb actually brings this in Tanya in Peri Chavav, that the people that accept Yisur and Ba'ave and Bismanazel, also love it, will be to the greatest Giluyim. And that's what Kisei Sashemesh Begvurasai means. Mm-hmm.